Hello, this is Under the Covers, and I'm Lisa Leung, and I will be looking at some of the hot issues of the week as reported in Chinese press. And joining me this week is Joseph Wang Wingping,、um, who we all know is former secretary for the civil service and now a social and political commentator. Morning.、Joseph. Good morning, Lisa. And we're so happy to have you here because、uh, you will certainly be able to enlighten us with your views. Now, starting with、um, this week's、uh, biggest issue is, of course, the、um, sudden sudden reshuffling of two officials.、Um, you know, I see why. And、um, the papers have been picking up on this、uh, extensively,、uh, with many, you know,、uh, um, reporting it on their headlines.、Um, Apple Daily has definitely、uh, gone so far as saying that、um, this is CY's bid to remove、uh, dissenting voices.、Mm. So you know, with with news like this,、uh, it has certainly caught widespread speculation、um, as to the fact that、uh, it's def- definitely not resignation, but it's、uh, the fact that they are forced to resign.、Um, on the other hand, of course, we have got these、um, pro-Beijing press that says, "Oh well, you know,、uh, come on, calm down. You know, this is just、uh, one of those、uh, revolving door theory." So、um, I believe that、uh, Joseph, you've been、uh, quoted as saying that、um, this is actually quite. Um, abnormal, like the sudden removal of two officials.、Um, can you tell us more? It certainly、uh, did not happen in the past. I wouldn't, of course, politically, it's correct to say it's a reshuffle.、Uh, but in my eye, it's simply a cold-blooded sacking. <laughs> of, a cold-blooded of, uh, sacking of two uh, uh, ministers, quote unquote, who apparently do not、uh, seem to see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. With the chief executive, okay,、uh, because、uh, in the same day uh, when when uh, the chief executive C、uh, Y Leung announced the reshuffle,、uh, a a sort of prolonged、uh, uh, website uh, was quite quick to point out、uh, the move was initiated. By、uh, the chief executive, it showed how Beijing trusted the chief executive,、mm. uh, and of course, in in, in CY's announcement,、uh, he sort of、uh, tried to play down this and say, "Well, you know, these sort of things happened、uh, normally and frequently、uh, in the West, including in Taiwan."、Mm. It, it's it's always interesting when the government does something which is not very good. Uh, uh, they use a pawn to the the, the West, <laughs> uh, 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 but then of course, if you compare uh, uh, the political reshuffling uh, with the West, uh, you should never forget. In the West, of course,、uh, also in Taiwan now, we have universal suffrage.、Mm-hmm. We have uh, uh, ruling parties. Uh, uh, not only ministers get removed, leaders of of、uh, of political parties. Like Margaret Thatcher in the past, also get removed. Right. So、uh, I, I think it, it's certainly legal uh, uh, an act. It's certainly an act、uh, which is supported by the、uh, central government.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, it leaves a lot of questions、uh, as whether or not、uh, this move actually is is good for the governance of Hong Kong. Put it、mm-hmm. this way. Mm. Right, because、um, it's actually I think someone has been pointing it out and quoted in the press that、uh, the removal of two officials actually affect the kind of、uh, continuity that's needed、um, uh, of senior government officials. 
I wouldn't actually uh, like to sort of uh, place a lot of emphasis on continuity. Mm-hmm. After all, uh, 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 political uh, ministers have only five terms to serve. Mm-hmm. It, it is actually, uh, um, for various reasons, um, not uncommon for uh, certain ministers to leave midterm. Mm-hmm. I would actually want to sort of point out uh, that in the West, for example, in Taiwan also, when you remove a minister, uh, uh, you remove a minister because it is good uh, for the government. Uh, good for the government in two, uh, in, in two senses. First of all, it's good uh, for the government to, uh, uh, to sort of uh, change its policy for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second reason normally is good because the ministers are not liked by the public. Uh-huh. Now, these two reasons do not seem to, to exist in this current uh, uh, setting, mm. uh, which is why I don't think it will do the government any good. It will, it will do the governance any good. It may do the chief executive some good in the sense it shows that he, he's, he's, he's very powerful. <laughs> so uh, 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 and a warning that please do not uh, do not rob the wrong way, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the papers have been like say, oh, of course they always want to do this. Like you know, they quote government sources as saying the reason you know why, especially you know uh, Zhang Duxing mm. has been removed because of the fact that you know Zhang and CY haven't been you know on too good terms. And Oriental Daily has been pointing out that. Um, Zhang um, has not been doing adequately in terms of youth policy, thereby, you know, pointing out to the uh, um, one of the reasons for you know the starting of umbrella movement, especially because of of the lack of you know uh, youth policies. Then you know it uh, encouraged a lot of youth to you know sort of go towards more radical ways you know, you know uh, defying the government. Um, do you have any views on this? That's uh, very unfair uh-huh. on, on on Zhang. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, youth. Policy in a way is is within uh, Zhang's portfolio, uh, but uh, uh, to sort of uh, make uh, our young people uh, like the government, for example, mm. <laughs> uh, and support the government, uh, is not just a sort of a, a, a PR work. Mm. For example, uh, youth policy also includes education policy, also includes employment, hmm? uh, also includes uh, how to uh, respond to the aspirations of the youth, such as the demand for universal suffrage. Now, uh, if anyone is to blame uh, a particular minister uh, for, the, um, for, for the Occupy movement, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps... Uh, more blame should be put uh, on the minister responsible to carry out a reform package which is not uh, supported by the youth. Mm. Perhaps more blames should be put on the minister who deals with education mm. or more blame should be put on the minister who doesn't seem to provide uh, opportunities uh, for employment and training for our youth. So to, to have a government source... Uh, to blame Zhang for his failure in implementing youth policy, which in fact uh, lead to the um, uh, umbrella movement, occupy movement, mm-hmm. uh, is really uh, uh, an insult. 
particular insult to uh, to a, a, a patriot, you know, <laughs> a long time patriot. You know. um, many of the rep- uh, papers have been talking about, uh, of course, the other um, official um, Tang's um, competence as the main reason for his removal. Um, some of the papers, uh, including Apple Daily, has been saying that, well, if his uh, competence is, is, is put online, how about the other less competent officials? Uh, that's certainly true. Mm. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, in uh, in the in the West, even in the in the mainland, uh, when the uh, the government decides to uh, to remove a minister, one very good reason is that the minister doesn't seem to perform very well in the eye of the public. Mm. Now, if you ask the public of Hong Kong, name two ministers uh, uh, who uh, should be removed for incompetence. Uh, I don't think Zhang and Tang uh, is on the list. Now, uh-huh. it's also very unfair uh, on, on, on Paul Tang, who is a minister for, uh, for the civil service, and apparently one of his sort of uh, uh, scenes, quote-unquote, he said it doesn't seem to get along well uh, with the trade unions. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, uh, I was uh, the Secretary of Civil Service before. Uh, Secretary of Civil Service... Uh, uh, our job is not a, a personnel manager. Okay. We will have uh, to balance always interests of civil servants with the interests of the public. Mm-hmm. And therefore, every year's civil service pay adjustment, we will have to consider what is in the best public interest. Okay. Uh, and therefore, uh, including myself, uh, but also including my predecessors, mm-hmm. Uh, and the people who follow me, uh, it's quite common uh, for trade unions to accuse uh, the Secretary of Civil Service, you do, not, you do not get along well with us. Mm. Because it's also uh, very natural that we cannot accede all to their requests. Right. <laughs> Because of you know there are there's such quite a you know quite mm. a lot of, of staff body mm. now uh, still on this uh, the post of course since you are the former you know, secretary for the civil service the incoming one um, Clement Zheng Wan Ching mm. um, he used to be the uh, commissioner of, of customs excise um, um, department mm. and uh, no he uh, heads you know a smaller body and that's why it also caught a lot of criticisms as to you know whether or not he can be fit for the post. Well, whether or not uh, he is fit uh, to do the job, of course, uh, to be fair, it will have to be judged after uh, he he takes on the post. It's certainly uh, rather uh, uh, disquieting and certainly not very good uh, for the senior echelon of the civil service uh, that the chief executive picked somebody who is not uh, of the uh, of the top rank in the civil service, you know, mm. because the top rank is is D eight, uh, the the, uh, the the sort of uh, permanent secretary level, mm. uh, and Mr. Zheng uh, is one rank below. Now, of course, again legally uh, 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 and politically, is up to chief executive. I mean, mm. he can even can, can pick a clerical officer right. to be a secretary for the civil service just to mm-hmm. exaggerate uh, the point, uh, uh, but. Um, why is it that uh, either he considers uh, over 10, that over 10 permanent secretaries not suitable to the post, mm. or that none of the permanent secretaries are interested mm. to take up the post, right. uh, uh, whichever, whichever reason uh, uh, you like to believe is, of course, not very good 
for for the for the operation uh, or the cooperation between the uh, the political echelon and the civil service. Mm-hmm. Right now, of course, a lot of the focus have been uh, on on the incoming uh, secretary for home affairs, uh, who used to be the undersecretary for constitutional and mainland affairs, Lao Gongwa. Yeah. And of course, you all know that Lao Gongwa um, used to be a and is now uh, still the DAB member. So a lot of the papers have uh, criticized or have uh, cast doubts on the um, impartiality of Lao, and quoting, of course, a lot of ba- panda. Democrats are saying that you know this is definitely CY's bid, you know, to to embrace, you know, uh, give favors to the DAB, and of course to uh, to restore and improve his legitimacy. Well, I again, you know, uh, in a way, uh, ministers, unlike the chief executive, uh, do not need to resign from their political parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, to be fair, one will have to judge him on his performance, mm-hmm. uh, except that uh, if, uh, as we discussed earlier, uh, one of the sort of leaked out crime uh, uh, of uh, of Zhang uh, is that he doesn't seem to do very well in terms of youth policy. Youth policy. Mm-hmm. I would put a big question mark on. Uh, on Lao, uh, whether or not he can do better, okay. because because like uh, <laughs> with respect, uh, like uh, like his boss uh, CY, uh, he's always uh, the the subject of ridicule uh, <laughs> by a lot of the young, of the uh, young people, uh, and and I'm actually not sure uh, uh, how he can uh, he can do better in this respect. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, we all know that, you know, the, uh, as the Secretary for the Home Affairs, there's a lot to do. And uh, a lot of papers have uh, also supported the fact that, you know, um, Lao um, is uh, good at um, um, uh, district level connections. And that's why he's been, uh, you know, um, consigned to the job. Mm. Are you, uh, do you, you know, have uh, more belief in him, you know, in his, um, you know, groundwork connection? This actually would raise, uh, actually raises the uh, the speculation that he mm. may be partial, rather impartial, okay. because his experience at the district is experience with his uh, uh, DAB connections. Mm. But as secretary uh, for for the Home Affairs, you have to be impartial. Mm. Uh, so actually, if we look at the uh, the political development of Hong Kong in the longer term, perhaps. Uh, uh, one should really consider moving to uh, a, a sort of ruling party uh, system where, okay, if the DAB is considered fit to rule Hong Kong, mm. then, then let the DAB be the ruling party rather than you have a chief executive who is supposedly impartial above uh, party politics and then you, you pick a minister who has very strong party mm. connections and ask him to deal with uh, district affairs and electoral affairs, uh, and, and mind you, he actually controls a lot of resources mm. uh, at his disposal. Okay, so I think you know, the the tone is that you know one is to to be you know watchful you know of how mm. you know these uh, new appointees would be you know fit for the post because of their ability or is it actually based on political motives? Now moving on to the second issue, earlier in the week the papers um, you know have reported that. 
IPCC members who asked reply to the Secretariat whether they agreed to hold a meeting to revisit the ruling over Police Superintendent Franklin Shu's assault on a member of the public during um, the Occupy movement. And, uh, of course, we all know that um, the IPCC has um, uh, just uh, decided uh, not to uh, uh, overturn the earlier ruling. But this news, of course, has sparked off, um, you know, um, a lot of uh, criticisms and doubts whether or not, you know, um, these uh, committees could be Im- impartial or whether or not that actually favours um, police abuse of power. Um, do you do you do you see that this ruling actually proves that you know these committees are actually can be impartial? I, I actually uh, uh, welcome uh, uh, the ruling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows that um, the um, the police complaints uh, body mm-hmm. uh, uh, does uh, uh, and is able to rise above. Uh, any political considerations simply look at the case on its merits mm. and then reaffirm its its uh, its view. Mm. Uh, I actually think it is a the ball is now in the police court, okay. and people will mm. be watching very closely mm-hmm. now whether the police chief, the new chief, who claims that he 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 will he will do everything by the book, is political neutral mm. now. How we will deal with this case? Of course, he can, he can still at uh, the uh, um, uh, the the internal uh, complaints body uh, can still take uh, take his heel and say, "Look, mm-hmm. I don't I don't agree." Mm-hmm. Then the chief executive will have to step in. Mm-hmm. But I hope we do not have to come to that. I hope the police uh, will at least consult uh, the uh, the secretary of justice. Right, uh, and if. Uh, 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 the the case deserves uh, criminal investigation. Mm. They to do so right away. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, um, a lot has to be um, to depend on whether or not you know actually uh, the secretary for justice would press charges and look into it, um, whether or not this uh, accounts for crim- criminal mm. case. But one of the things that uh, you might help uh, in clarify is the mechanism by which you know such ruling can be can be uh, uh, raised and overturned because you know like this issue, um, it's uh, because of a member, Mayan um, Guok, has been. You know, um, uh, issuing you know um, uh, the case or sending a letter saying that you know, oh, there are actually some new evidence as to the fact that you know, um, well, how are we going to uh, think about that uh, action by um, Chu uh, when he himself claims that well, this is the baton is the extension of his arm, um, but what constitutes a mechanism whereby a case would have to be re- relooked? Uh, is based on new evidence. So do you think this case actually sparks off, you know, um, uh, doubts about the whole mechanism um, itself? Well, it actually uh, reflects a deficiency uh, in the statutory body, which we all know from the outset uh, that this statutory body, first of all, doesn't have a power to investigate. Mm -hmm. Secondly, its decision is not binding Mm -hmm. on the police, okay? Uh, so the police can uh, always say, "Well, thank you very much. I do not agree." <laughs> so what you what you can only do is to report the case to chief executive. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we all know that this is uh, this was a compromise from outside because the police didn't like to mm-hmm. be watched so closely. Didn't want to have a body who could sort of order him to do things. Mm-hmm. 
I, 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 would, I would think uh, it's an acceptable compromise uh, to the extent that the police uh, uh, plays uh, a fair game mm. and do not uh, blatantly uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, disagree uh, with, in, in my view, a very sensible uh, ruling. Mm. The attitude of Ma, this particular member, of course, uh, the sort of uh, the sort of uh, po- political stance he takes uh, is not something new. Mm. Uh, it's 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 also a reflection of the current political situation in Hong Kong, where everything tends to be uh, uh, politicized. So people like to to come out and and sort of. Uh, uh, say something which is politically oriented mm-hmm. rather than evidence-based. Right. Uh, and in the past, you don't have these um, individual members going out to the public uh, just to make a political point. Mm. Uh, after all, uh, uh, the uh, the body uh, is in a way like a, like, like a semi-judicial uh, body mm. uh, should not play up any arguments or, or differences uh, in public. Mm. Uh, but I would actually also compliment the, uh, the new chairman, the chairman mm. uh, who uh, uh, in the past people have certain doubts whether or not uh, well, he's, uh, he's not a barrister, he, he, uh, he is a pro-establishment person, whether or not he can carry out his duties impartially. But actually, this time, I will give credit to him that actually mm. he, he upholds uh, the credibility of the of the body very well. At least mm-hmm. he resists any, any in my view, unreasonable uh, requests from individual mm-hmm. members to uh, reopen the case with in the absence of new evidence. Well, certainly, um, of course, the IPCC has been under a lot of pressure uh, simply because of this, because all eyes have been on mm. you know, the committee whether or not they will bow to you know the pressure from at least you know this member Ma, you know, to uh, reopen this case. I mean, of course, the issues now a lot of issues have been politicized, but also because of the fact that the influence uh, of the social media, because um, you know that uh, the act itself, you know, where uh, Superintendent Chu, you know, has been, you know, um, hitting at the public has been uh, widely circulated on social media. And because of a lot of people, you know, there, you know, at the scene have been taking footages uh, with their own cameras. So do you think that, you know, um, comes this whole um, era of surveillance? And it also definitely puts a lot of pressure on um, the workings of these committees. It certainly does. Uh, uh, And it's, it's something we cannot avoid. I also do not like uh, certain sort of pan-democrat uh, groups uh, uh, marching to the office of the IPPC and mm-hmm. then and then uh, uh, protesting against uh, 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 the uh, uh, the the possibility that the case may be reopened. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, you have the other camp <laughs> right. who also come in uh, come into support. It's something uh, we have to, we have to face. Mm. Uh, it is again very important then to remind ourselves and for all several bodies to remind ourselves and for the police uh, to remind itself that you know we will have to respect the rule of law. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, you can say your uh, views uh, uh, with political connotations. At the end of the day, uh, we will judge a case. Uh, on its own merits, particularly on, on, on the evidence of the case. The other point you raised is also very valid. Uh, you do actually have, have the court 
uh, sort of uh, changing his mind when mm. he's presented with a new evidence based on certain footage uh-huh. <laughs> produced right. by uh, uh, bystanders. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it also would put a lot of pressure on the law enforcement bodies such as the police. Mm-hmm. So the police will also have to accept uh, that as much as they, they are uh, doing uh, their best to uphold law and order, mm-hmm. there may in fact be instances where individual officers sort of uh, cross the line mm-hmm. and therefore the police uh, commanders and the police chief will have to say, I'm sorry, I like what they did in the past, uh, whoever commits uh, this, uh, this offense will have to be subject to also uh, the rule of law. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah, of course. And uh, of course, uh, this case has been, you know, uh, thrown under the limelight also because of the fact that, you know, earlier on, uh, there's been, you know, again, firelights on, on the social media. This footage about, you know, how seven police office officers have been, have dragged um, an activist to a, a dark corner. Mm. And, uh, you know, um, probably, you know, um, it was true. To, uh, they sort of beat him up. And this kind of footage has been widely circulated. Um, um, and uh, to come to this issue where people have been saying, no, oh, um, if, you know, this case has been overturned, this ruling has been overturned, it basically confirms the fact that, you know, the uh, of, of police abuse of power. And um, that's also why, you know, um, as you said just now, I think um, it really um, – um, causes the police, you know, um, the police should be, you know, thinking more about, you know, um, their own acts and their actions, uh, this whole, you know, uh, political climate where, you know, a lot of people will be looking at, you know, how the police behaves in every single, you know, demonstrations, every single march as, you know, they are going on rampantly still. I, I think it's important uh, uh, for the new police uh, chief to understand that in this political climate, it is more, all the more important for the police as a force, as a, as a law enforcement force, to really uphold the rule of law. Now, from um, civic rights uh, to human rights um, mm. in China, um, one of the um, probably less reported case uh, has to do with uh, some of the human rights um, uh, lawyers in China being, you know, detained uh, and arrested um, in in the mainland. And um, while some of the p- papers picked it up, um, it actually appeared on the headlines and on Apple Daily uh, about the fact that um, some twenty to thirty uh, uh, of these lawyers have been uh, suddenly detained and, or some of them actually uh, gone missing. And uh, this is probably one of the uh, biggest. Uh, such case of you know um, detention in China. Now, of course, you know not too many papers have picked this up, and uh, we probably would guess why. Um, I think it's uh, really warrants our attention on you know the case of these human rights activists and lawyers. You know um, their situation. I think it is it is uh, understandable that this news is not uh, widely reported. After all. Uh, to honorary members of the public is not something which concerns them. Hmm? Uh, but I, I do believe it's, uh, uh, it's a news uh, 
which has attracted the attention of our lawyers. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I noticed that the Hong Kong Bar Association issued a statement expressing concern. Mm-hmm. I also noticed a lot of the, uh, of the former Bar Association chairman have initiated a worldwide campaign to express concern over the matter. Uh, it's, it's again, it's a re- this incident is a reflection, is a timely reminder that we talk about the law, rule of law in Hong Kong. Uh, the central government talks about the rule of law in, Hong, uh, in, in the mainland. Mm-hmm. But their rule of law is very different from yeah. the rule of law, or law mm-hmm. which I suppose uh, beyond the, uh, the small group of lawyers in Hong Kong uh, to those more educated, uh, uh, to the businessmen, uh, to people who are concerned about upholding the one country and two system, and look, uh, uh, they will probably uh, again, you know, uh, be more watchful of mm-hmm. developments in the mainland, mm-hmm. and therefore perhaps will reinforce that belief. It is very important that whatever happened in mainland, let's make sure uh, we will keep our own system. Uh, quite distinct and quite separate mm-hmm. uh, from from the mainland, because even though we may talk about the rule of law, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but we be ta- we talk about different, it in different, different contexts. Different huh? contexts, mm-hmm. very different meaning. So we probably have to keep watchful of the human rights situation both in um, the mainland and Hong Kong. Well, that's all for the time being. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Lisa. See you next week. Under the Covers, presented this week by Lisa Leung, Associate Professor, Lingnan University.